Um, okay, are you guys ready? I got the giggles out, so I'm... I'm so sad about that. I'm good. Could they come oh, back? There will be more. Okay, good. There will be more. Um, all right, season finale. I feel like we do a little, like, self-congratulations on season finale. It's like, we made it. We got to the finish line, and we did a season. With a little bit of expectation, like, we'll be back for another season. Mm-hmm. I don't so. know. We you will. tell us. Yeah, no, we will. Jeff and I just do what you say. <laughs> really? Ish. You Wash. just want me to believe that that's what happens. <laughs> if we get in trouble, we need you to pull us out that's of mud. You, so. Yeah, so I'm just used. So thanks. So. Okay, great. Well, we have been in a season called Things We Wish We Knew. Wish we um, had known. There it is again. There it is again. And uh, <laughs> I actually have that on my computer that way. You, the yeah. folder. Yeah. You do. You do. You That's so funny. No, I remember he declared it. Like he's like, what, fine, whatever, but on my folder. It's going to say <laughs> this. This is what it's going to say. Wow. <laughs> and it is big. Yeah. And actually this, guys, this has been really, I think a, it's been really good. We've gotten probably more, and maybe it's just because the longer we do this, the more people feel like they can interact with us. Right. But whether it be a text message or an email. Um, with our personal email or to our quip, uh, we've gotten more uh, feedback mm-hmm. about this season than I think other seasons. And um, which, by the way, if you haven't heard our previous seasons, we would encourage you to go back <laughs> uh, and listen to those other seasons. But yeah, this has been good. I think it's just, I think anytime, like we're starting with what we used to think. Yeah. Right? And I think, oh, they too. Yeah. You know, the reflective posture that. is a different one to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when you sit down and do something like this, because usually you're trying to talk towards something versus mm. starting behind where you are now right. and kind of getting up to date. It's just yeah. a different different way of doing it. Yeah. I think it gives people permission to be like, you mean, so it's okay to change what you think? Mm. Yeah. I mean, that is just taboo in our society. Sure. Well, and even the church. Yeah. You know, I've had three or four conversations this week, and, and some of it has to do with what we're talking about today, so I won't I won't jump in too quickly, but just in... And they, people just need permission because yes. they want black and white mm-hmm. and, and that can just feel them holding their fists, fists really tight yeah. and just like, I've got to get this right. And it's like, whoa, man, relax. Right. You know, it's going to be okay. Yeah, and we've talked about it on maybe last season, but, you know, you have a, one end of the spectrum, the kind of the deconstruction crowd, yeah. that everything's up for question and you should right. never be settled on anything. And the other side, you got the fundamentalist crowd, which is everything is settled and never yeah. question anything. Mm. and. That, that tension that we always come back to is like there are some things that, that should be on that far end, but there are some things that could that can be on that other end yeah. without your world falling apart yeah. or the rest of your belief system or relationships or anything else. Yeah. And it's a wisdom issue, right? Mm-hmm. Like we always say. Yeah. yeah. We've talked about topics um, from, you know, what we things we wish we knew about the Bible, things we wish we knew about just following Jesus, things we wish we knew about marriage, conflict. Um, things we wish we had known about identity. <laughs> Sure. 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 Yeah, sure, sure. Calling <laughs> uh, unreachable groups. Yeah. So we've done we've done a lot. I think we just went down the whole gamut there. But uh, today we're culminating in things we wish we knew just about engaging people and relationships. Um, and I just think about that topic and just you know engaging people, talking to people, having relationships with people. I think you know this is maybe a post pandemic thing, but I think it was happening even before you know, the, the pandemic. Um, I think there was a book maybe 15 years ago about refrigerator rights. Have you guys heard about mm-hmm. that? I but, remember it, but I don't, yeah. tell me the concept. Well, I think the concept was ideas like, do we have people in our lives that can walk in our house? Oh, and just oh open the refrigerator, you know? yeah. But there was this concept that like, we were a culture that like with garage door openers, were opening yeah. the garage, sneaking in and like not talking to anybody. Yeah. And I think even post pandemic, there's been a little bit of like license or, or um, it's even more okay now to, to, isolate. With, to isolate and be withdrawn from people. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's well documented, documented like 
at this podcast that we really believe in community and mm-hmm. how important community is. Yeah. And one of the things we model around this table is, mm-hmm. in fact, community. Mm-hmm. That we there's a lot of um, just just conversing and and hopefully modeling that it's okay to disagree and all that kind of stuff. So today we're just. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Any clarifications you guys get? You guys understand? No, the I task think at hand? I think the fact that it's the grand finale means we can just <clears throat> riff. Yeah, just go wherever. Because we never do that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. Joey and I don't. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, yeah. So you know, uh, let's start with things we wish we knew about engaging people in relationships when we were younger in our faith, or last week. And I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Um, when I thought about this question, um, I was thinking about different ways to kind of set the conversation up. And I was just like, wait a second, time out. I remember literally not even thinking about people. <laughs> I didn't think about others. <laughs> this is like how you started the conflict episode where you're like, yeah. I thought it was stupid. Yeah, right. Pretty much like people. Like, what, But people? it's me. Why? And I, I have a gift to give to people. <laughs> All my wisdom and awesomeness, and so I mean, I'm 14 for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Ten, but yeah, 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 I understand. yeah. <laughs> and and so I didn't think about people. I didn't think about their perspective. I didn't think mm-hmm. about what where they were coming from. Yeah, um, I was going to tell them. Mm-hmm. I was going to educate them. I was going. Yeah, so literally just very <laughs> inward focused, very self focused. Um, so when, what I used to think about relating to people was just what I was a gift to them. You know, can we just say you've come a long way? Okay, thanks. You've come a long way. <laughs> so, sometimes I give you a really hard time, but yeah, that's not one to push on right there. No, that's just that's that just not. Yeah, really <laughs> well, but that's because it, you don't think like that yeah. anymore. There you go. I've eavesdropped on enough of your conversations to know that you don't. <laughs> right. You really have at moved that, past at that. That desk of yours. At that desk of mine. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Definitely train that out of you. Basically, oh, for, well, yeah. <laughs> marriage yeah. will do that no for doubt. you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to we'll get sanctifying effect. But yeah, for sure. What about you guys uh, when you think about engaging people or relationships? I think uh, mine is similar to yours, except maybe a little um, more subconscious. I think I just never took into consideration that everyone's life experiences weren't the same as mine. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I am so grateful that I grew up in a little bit of an ivory tower. Hmm. My parents both love Jesus. Yeah. you know, we we got by financially. We, you know, all the things that you would think of kind of a traditional 70s, hmm. 80s growing up. And and so it it didn't it didn't come into my being mm-hmm. that someone would be struggling with someone and would hmm. require grace. Hmm. And I don't think that I really understood that I needed any grace. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when you when you don't have that posture, your relationships with people will be like, well, if you don't see things the way I see things, then you're just wrong Mm -hmm. as opposed to, well, you don't see things the way I see things because we have different eyes. We have, Mm -hmm. we're looking through different lenses. So that just never came into my mind. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I've listed four things and they're not disconnected from what y'all said. Everyone sees things like I do. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was just kind of a normal, I think that's just as you grow, you you start to realize that. But the other thing would be everything's black and white. Like there is a definite right and or wrong for mm-hmm. every topic. There is no gray. Um, the facts or facts are someone's views were kind of disconnected from the people that held them. Like mm. the way somebody would say something, present something, a view they had, not considering the person mm. that had that view, but just thinking about the, the view. The view, exactly. Yeah, that's good. And the last thing we've talked about, 
ad nauseum probably over the seasons is that everything is a first year issue. Like everything's mm-hmm. worth fighting over. Mm-hmm. Everything's worth right. an argument. Yeah. Everything mm-hmm. needs to have a winner. Yeah. yeah. And I think wh- whether it's tiredness or wisdom, either way, you just get tired of doing that after <laughs> yeah. a while. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, for hopefully, sure. Hopefully and I wonder, <laughs> you know, we've talked about this too as well and, and not to just open up another can of worms, but. Well, the next question is, you know, where's our culture or even the church get tripped up with this topic uh, when it comes to engaging people? As I, you know, it is interesting the social dynamic that that social media has created, mm-hmm. um, and and just the everyone now everyone has a microphone. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, and everybody yeah. can have a podcast, like mm-hmm. you know us, and yeah. you know, uh, and there's just so much talking at, and we've really lost the art of. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I've noticed on Twitter recently is people are turning off comment ability unless mm-hmm. they follow you. Mm-hmm. That's probably wise. Yes, mm-hmm. but it shuts down any dialogue. Oh, yeah, you're so, right. You're because right. It, in addition to the naysayers, it also shuts out people that actually want to get into a good faith conversation yeah, right. with somebody that they're not going to run into in the real world. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? So like one of the beauties of that uh, technology is now being yeah. kind yeah, of subverted of the because there's so be many good. troublemakers out there. Yeah, yeah no, that's you know? true. Yeah. It really is. The non-Twitter follower had, wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I think about people who, um, you know, where, where culture gets stripped up, I think there's lots of, we, we are a product um, of our experiences, you know, and so if we've had negative interactions and, and hurts in relationships, it causes us to not want to try other relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, there's lots of reasons why people would have a hard, a difficult time with with engaging people or relationships. And so what happens in the, you know, the danger that it tends to happen with that is that you become isolated, you become a hermit, and then you write your own playbook. And then when others don't play by that playbook, Mm -hmm. um, then, then everybody becomes an enemy or everybody Mm -hmm. becomes the problem. Yeah. There's that extreme where the other extreme is you put yourself in an echo chamber where everybody thinks like you. Yeah. Everybody in your life thinks like you, talks like you, sounds like you, responds like you. And you're always right because everyone around you agrees with you, but you're only getting one set of lenses, kind of what you were saying earlier. And the third option of that is Mm -hmm. you just disengage completely. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not, you're just out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I was uh, you know, picking up a little bit, Lori, what you were saying earlier, <clears throat> just about people possibly just looking out different lenses. Um, I think we have a hard time that with our, in our culture, you know, where we get tripped up is we, we don't often give room as that as a possibility. Mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody recently and, <clears throat> you know, they're really growing. Um, I can tell it. I can tell they, they want to, quote unquote, get it right. And whatever that means, just be more positive, <clears throat> be more redemptive thinking. And there's a they, they, they're having a conflict with another individual. Mm-hmm. And they want to approach that conflict with that individual. Okay. And so I said, okay, talk me through it. Like tell me what how you want to go about this conflict. And as they're talking about it, I said, Well, think about their perspective. Okay, now watch. He, even though he wants to get it right, he wants to pursue health and all this kind of stuff, he began to say, you know what? They always use that as an excuse, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is not an excuse. And I'm like, well, hold on, time out. We really do have to consider other people's perspective, and we have to consider other people's lenses. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, I have a long way to go. <laughs> you know, but that's the idea is like I think we are just – we think um, wherever we are in our walk, everyone else should be there too. Mm-hmm. And we have to f- fight for compassion. What'd you say? I think you use the word grace. Gracious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Be more gracious and saying, you know, not everyone is where we are in our journey. Yeah. And that's okay. We can't presuppose that yeah. on there. Well, right? and even biblical truths can be that where I need to listen to your opinion 
about the lens that this particular scripture or passage of scripture is teaching, where I really would have said 10 years ago, well, why would I do that? That The teaching that I have been given is sound. Mm -hmm. You're not going to sway me from it. Well, that's stubborn. That's silly. Because if I'm not willing to listen to, well, but in the context of this or knowing that the author did this. And I mean, there's right. there's things that can come to scripture through looking at it through different lenses that doesn't yeah. make it heretical. Right, mm-hmm. right. It, it makes it where you have to critically think about yeah. mm-hmm. why you think the way you think, even about scripture, not just mm-hmm. situations. And 10 years ago, I would have been really scared to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Jeff's still scared. <laughs> that, that's, well, that's I know the what's face. the face. He's yeah, thinking. I want to know what you're thinking, really. <laughs> I'm just thinking as you're saying that, this, the same thing is true for the other person as well. Because yeah. your, your lenses, just because they're your lenses, doesn't mean they're wrong. That's true. And so that's so much of, I think, where we, where I see, I won't speak for anybody else but me, but where I see things go off the rails in conversations online. That's where conversations happen mm-hmm. anymore because no one actually talks to you. <laughs> but it's, everyone assumes it because that person looks different sounds different, comes from a different place. They have one of two um, perspectives on that. There's no way they could be right or there's no way they could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Hmm, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like so emphatic either way. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. That's just where we get into all this. Um, gosh, there's so many words I don't want to use right now because they're all so loaded. Mm, but when you sure. get into just any kind of critical theory, yeah. uh, and that's all I'll say about it, but that's that's what drives that. Yeah. You yeah. know, is making sure you're listening to the perspective, but yeah. that just because it's another perspective doesn't yeah. make it right. Yeah. But just because it's yours doesn't make yours right either. Yeah. That's just where yeah. there's, there's, there's got to be grace. There's got to be trust. Yeah. There's got to be an openness to, on both sides to talking about it. Because if not, then it is going to come up for the loudest voice in the room is going to totally. win. Totally. You know? And I think I use this as That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you that go. was very good. <laughs> that was good. Well stated. I, I think that, um, I've stated this before, I think maybe even this season, but I think it bears repeating, which is it's really fascinating to me that in our Christian apologetics class, um, mm-hmm. when we were talking about... This is fascinating. Uh, yeah, yeah. Really we were talking is. about asking questions, clarifying questions. Be mm-hmm. curious. Mm-hmm. And our teacher was basically like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they said, well, here's a problem. Here's a scenario. What if they ask you this? And the teacher was like, well, ask them what they mean by that. Mm-hmm. And the angst in the room, the temperature was rising. And, the, and there was almost a mob effect happening. I mean, I'm not, I'm maybe exaggerating a little bit, but, but, <laughs> but, but just people in a were throwing way. chairs. <laughs> there was tomatoes <laughs> flying at John. Where did they even get tomatoes? <laughs> Obviously, the teacher's name was John, apparently. Uh, well, hypothetically, hypothetically. Hypothetically. That's a really generic American name, John. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, but the angst in the room was like, no, but you got to tell them, you know? And I mm. think sometimes, you know, we, we, in the name of truth, you just got to tell them. And I think we're getting to what the Bible says in a second, mm-hmm. but we just got to press the pause button yeah. in general and say, we don't just got to tell them, yeah. you yeah. know, like we, let's be more curious. Let's not feel like we have all the answers because we've talked about this already. We don't know the person's experience. We don't know what they've been through. Right. We don't know. There, there's so many things that are just words that to them might be loaded with context we have no idea. A lifetime of context that we have no idea. Yeah. Of relationships, well, everything. Good. And it's not dangerous. It's not yes. dangerous to right. listen to someone's opinion. Yeah, right. Mm. That's, hu- that's mm. huge, Lori. Yeah. That's yeah. a cold opening right there. Yeah. <laughs> a serious one. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. No, you really. So I'm I'm scrolled through Twitter today. I brought up Twitter now like five times. I, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem. But I was just like, if I just scroll, do, but it's what not are Twitter. the main topics that I see? What? <laughs> she got you. She got me. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to keep moving. Um, but you can listen to it later. Okay. Yes, I, I certainly will listen to this one. Um, 
I'll never listen to our episodes back. I don't, I don't want to hear them. I just don't. I'm just going to trust y'all. Um, the topics slash arguments that I saw on Twitter in just a few minutes to scroll in between like evangelicals. So yeah. our tribe, quote unquote, sure. uh, Christian involvement in politics or political office. Mm. The main thing I saw. And then white supremacy, mm. followed by anti-Semitism, followed by online church, <sighs> followed by women preaching, women yeah. in seminary. Uh, re- and the last two were interesting, removing the culture from church. Or removing the church from culture. Mm. Like those were, mm. like I saw multiple threads, or it's not multiple threads. Well, yeah, yeah. Mul- multiple people posting about those various things just in a few minutes of scrolling. We yeah. focus on such the wrong things. Yeah. We focus it's on depressing. such But everyone's an expert. You know, know what I mean? It's I like know. they're not posting because they don't think they have yeah. something to say. Yeah. And by the way, if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, I mean, we should be talking about those things. Yeah. Listen, we're not like trying to condemn you or shame mm-hmm. you or anything like that. But man, we just, like, imagine if you scroll through Twitter and you saw, and I'm sure they're there, mm-hmm. but Bible verses, love, man, Christians are awesome. This Christian, I'm not a believer, but this Christian did this right. for me. Right. Or what if you looked at Christian Twitter and you saw unity and love mm-hmm. and support and encouragement? It's like, mm-hmm. we just, I mean, it's no wonder, like, we live in a post-Christian society where people don't like us yeah. because we do things totally. like this. Yeah, because these are primarily Christians talking at or past each other about these yeah. topics. And the right. three things that I tried to bracket or yeah. bucket, to use your word, yeah. uh, what I saw happening on most threads was either ascribing malice uh, to someone mm. or and not just a difference of opinion. Mm. Mm. Uh, assuming someone's evil instead of just ignorant, mm. you know, like mm-hmm. they... They don't have my lenses, so they must be evil. No, yeah. they're just ignorant of how you see it. Right. The last one was claiming heresy and not just a different conclusion on second or third mm. tier stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like that was the general theme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's probably an evergreen list that I just yeah, gave probably. <laughs> you. Know? Yeah, probably. No doubt. Uh, and I, I, I do that. I mean, if yes. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I do that. And not just on Twitter, probably in real life. I think yeah. I default to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to be really careful. Yeah. It's it's going to be my first instinct to mm-hmm. tilt my head and to squint my eyes and to <laughs> no. be like, mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, here's the other thing. I mean, now we're moving into like redeeming <laughs> it a little bit, but um, that that's why community is so important. Yes, because you tilting your head and squinting at me, <laughs> there's <laughs> there's a friendship, a trust, yeah, um, a respect, uh, mutual learning. That mm-hmm. takes place, mm-hmm. right? Now, you squint and tilt your head at somebody you're not in a relationship with. Right. And then you're pulling your ear. What's also if you right. squint and he what's also if you squint and he raises his eyebrows at the same time. <laughs> That's, That's a showdown. <laughs> but that re- I mean, that really is a picture of huh? it though. Like mm. because we are in a community yeah. and we trust each other, I actually do want to hear when you disagree mm. with me. I'm actually kind of hurt. If you don't hear me say something, if you, when you hear me say something questionable, you don't go, hey, let's let's walk that back. If he just sure, sure, sure you if as he sure, a, sure, sure normal, me all the time. a normalized relationship tactic, <laughs> oh, that would be bad. It would be. It would be very unhealthy. But if you're not in community, yep. yeah. then then we just get defensive. Yeah. And I don't feel defensive when I'm in community. I feel hmm. like I want a p- posture of wanting to learn yeah. and like, oh, well, tell me why you see it that way. Yeah. And there's so much of what you just said, though, like even on the other side, like the the level of relationship determines mm-hmm. how I should respond to mm-hmm. something you say <laughs> that may or may not be quote yeah. unquote right yeah. uh-huh. is how yeah. I see it. You know, just the way you enter into that is so. And that's what yeah. our teacher was trying yeah. to get yeah. our folks to understand. Right. You know, right. Yeah. Never. Ne- and yeah. And don't sacrifice relationship. Uh, as a matter of fact, build that up yep. first. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, is really huge. And so I guess, you know, we think about engaging people in relationships and we kind of addressed earlier, like the idea that people are shying away from relationships and engaging people and sort of moving towards isolation. And what we're saying actually is if you feel passionate about certain topics or things in culture, like that's that's another reason to have community is to be able to process and think mm-hmm. through and, and learn other people's perspectives. Was there something along the way that caused y'all to, to kind of have your eyes open? So for me, like I said, I never really thought about people, you know, I just thought, well, then I one day just heard myself, <laughs> you know what I mean? You ever just hear yourself? You're like, Oh boy. You know? Did I just say that? Yeah. And so I would watch, I would watch <laughs> two types of people. I, mean, I would sit back yeah. and I'd watch a room. And I'd see those who were curious and who were listening and asking good questions. And I saw the people who just just were talking. Talking at you. And they were just not even caring about any reading the room at all. And I realized, oh, my goodness, I'm that person. Like, mm. I'm that guy. And I don't want to be that guy. And so through a lots of mentorship and mm. asking people like 360 peer review type stuff <laughs> and just learning the skill of Shutting up yeah. and asking questions right. and genuinely caring for other people mm-hmm. and their lives. Easy. Wow. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing what uh, what happened. So that's kind of the – there was – I forget when it was, but, I mean, it was definitely in my ministry life in the last 15 definitely years. Definitely last month. Yeah. <laughs> definitely last definitely month. Definitely been this fall. <laughs> there's oh, yeah, been, I'll have to there's been some refining. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. It's an ongoing yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And about you guys, like was there something that kind of helped you kind of turn a corner in some of these areas? I don't know. I don't know if I can think of an exact yeah, moment. Right. There wasn't like a moment of conversion in no, this area. Not yeah. a, a moment of conversion. I think there's there really is just something about experience. Yeah. Like you just the, the older you get, a wisdom, um, a little maturity, mm-hmm. yeah, some bruises. Listening to people's <laughs> stories. Yeah. Um. You know, I taught high school for 15 years, yeah. and you know, seeing what mm. some kids would bring to school and what they dealt with. Mm, yeah. Sometimes wow. you just think, wow. I used to say, I taught in a pretty tough place. And I used to say, if I knew these kids' stories, I wouldn't be able to teach them wow. because I would be like, no, you don't, don't worry about actually trying hard. You, yeah. you, you, the rest you of your life is so Seriously, hard. You just go take you a nap. And, and at some point you just have to convince yourself that it, actually that's a disservice. Mm-hmm. It is a service to teach this kid how to write a paragraph so that... Mm-hmm. One day he can write an email yeah. to his boss or to someone else or to whatever. Right. Yeah. But there's there's some of that that you just kind of yeah. go, man, my life was easy. Mm, yeah. And I just didn't even realize. Yeah. yeah. That's really good. I think even in ministry, I, I know I've definitely experienced mm. that so many times. You just, it, one of our values is assuming the best, mm-hmm. our values here at the Ridge. And uh, man, when, when someone all of a sudden just ghosts you, like y'all been talking about something, you've been emailing, been whatever about a thing, and then they mm-hmm. just ghost you. It's mm-hmm. just like, people are flaky. That's mm-hmm. like the immediate knee-jerk <laughs> response. And it's like, no, somebody died mm-hmm. or they lost right. their job right. or this thing happened right. with their kid. And it's like, oh, that's right. They have mm-hmm. a life outside of this email thread we had going. <laughs> I yeah. totally forgot about yeah. that. You know, yeah. it's just so easy to get myopic about yeah. your, your, your part in the story is yeah. the only part in that story. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy that we're even saying this stuff out loud? Because it seems I'm fifty years I, I old. Know, that's what I mean. <laughs> and I'm still realizing that. It seems you know? so basic, but if we do not practice it and <laughs> yeah. train ourselves to do it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is really humbling. Mm-hmm. Which is a transition is to it? what the scriptures say dun, dun, about dun, this topic. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, no, I, I said that kind of funny, but really and truly, when I, you were saying that, 
And when you, <laughs> I was just like, wow, that is so humbling to think. Mm-hmm. We are just, we, and we just think we're the center of the universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we think our perspectives are, are God's greatest gifts yeah. to the life. And it's like, man, yeah. there's so much more uh, to it. So let's, mm-hmm. let's encourage our people with what the scriptures say, <laughs> uh, what the scriptures say about, about this idea mm-hmm. of engaging people and having relationships and really just getting along with one another. Mm-hmm. Um. What, I'm not what going does to Colossians. Colossians say? I'm not. I'm not. Oh. But I am going first so that I can take Romans 12. Okay. Uh, Do we okay. all have Romans 12? No, Jeb is marking that off his list. <laughs> um, so. Do you have Romans 12? Yes, I do. I, do you all ever listen to Chip Ingram? Do you know who he yes. is? The Bible teacher, Chip Ingram? I haven't, listened to him in I haven't a while. either in a really long time. But he wrote a book called Being an R12 Christian. Hmm. And it's about Romans 12. Oh. And he does go through all of Romans, because of course, Romans 12 starts with therefore. So you get, you know, all, all the stuff that came before. Therefore, therefore, that's right. Um, but it, it's a really, it's a really good book and it does talk about how are we to relate to one another based on all of the doctrine that comes in the first 11 chapters. And it, it gives a list of all sorts of things, but we do get to the part where I think probably we were all going to talk about <laughs> where um, where it says, I'm not there yet. Hang on. 12-2? No. No. It's going to tell us where I have to put it back possible. on my list. I had no, I'm so sorry. We're going to have to. I would say edit this out, but last time someone said that, it didn't get edited out. Oh. So you said it anyway. Why can I not get there? Wow. She just threw Nathan under the bus. She did. Sorry, Nathan. <laughs> um, I did, y'all did. I did not say his name. You guys just Someone did. didn't someone. edit it out. Someone <laughs> named Nathan didn't edit it out. You sure it was Romans 12? Yes. There's not a Colossians 12, so I know you're not getting those confused. Got it. Can you start no, over with uh, Romans? Yeah, okay. <laughs> what? Oh, here it is. It's 1218. So let's get that line It's 1218. <clears throat> so in Romans, it starts with hmm. the, the information about, you know, I appeal to you brothers and present your body as a living sacrifice. And then it gives a list of imperatives of mm-hmm. things that we should do. And it eventually gets down to verse 18 that says, if possible so far as it depends on you live peaceably with all yeah yep mm-hmm. so you know what De- you know live peaceably so far as it depends on me mm. well yeah I-, I have to own that yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I- I- it- a lot of things <laughs> depend on me yeah and my attitude and my posture and my humility or lack thereof. If I'm proud and bowing up, guess what? I'm probably not living peaceably. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's kind of where I went immediately. I want to get more scriptures here, but why? Mm-hmm. Do you, why? Because we talked about earlier the Twitter, the Twitterverse, and we talked about what you just said. Live please, what it has to do with me? Like, where is it in Christendom where we feel like we have this right? Because Jesus turned the tables over to be jerks. Is that? Wait. I mean, yeah. That's. I mean, I. Like, yeah. I really feel like even the angst that I joked around about mm-hmm. our class in Christian apologetics, where mm-hmm. we just have to tell them truth. Like, where mm-hmm. where does that come from? Because if someone's listening right now and they're like, yeah, I really just feel passionate about a very specific issue. And I want people to know, like, what I, I want to identify kind of where that comes from, but then maybe encourage them a little there's bit. There's a, I don't know, there's a lot of eschatological stuff baked into what I'm about to say that I won't take the time to unpack. But just this idea that it's our job to bring in the kingdom. Mm. Mm. And Jesus said he would take care of that. You know, we're, you know what I mean? It's like mm. we're, we're supposed to steward mm. what we have been entrusted with, yeah. but it's not our job to bring about what only Christ can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're to be salt and light. Yeah. We're to be like that city on a hill. We're supposed to uh, have a, as long as it doesn't 
uh, prevent us from uh, obedience to Scripture, a uh, a willingness to submit to uh, the governmental authority, and however you want to de- yeah. define that, whether it's just in relationship or government, or all that. But there's this weird, twisted, definitely North American, United States view of it's our job mm. to preserve mm. uh, God's kingdom. It's like, man, God only needs to do that. God yeah. needs us to be faithful, and He needs us to be obedient to the things He's put in place. Yeah, I love that, Jeff. I appreciate you saying that. I got the picture of when I was uh, in sixth grade, and I uh, was the bus patrol officer. Did you get to wear like a I vest? Got that, well, I had this. Sash. Uh, I, I did have a sash, <laughs> a red, a orange sash with like a little. Um, you kept it, didn't you? I know, I did. You're not getting <laughs> this back. <laughs> um, oh, I so wish I could order Joey a sash. Well, and here's, and I was like, sit down, you know, don't do that. You don't were do the guy that Brad was talking about Sunday. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that guy. I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was telling that guy too. And, and so we, yeah, we really do just feel like we... Yeah, we have to be that, and, mm-hmm. and we're not. I really like well, that. Can I play devil's advocate on that? Come on. So I think some of it is um, a reaction to the post-truth world we live in. Mm-hmm. I do sometimes get really annoyed. Like, no, there is truth. Mm-hmm. Sure. There is truth. It's not all about my lens and your lens. So I'm mm-hmm. speaking out of both sides of my mouth a little mm-hmm. bit. But if I ever do bow up about it, I think it's because I get weary mm-hmm. of this idea that we are living in a post-truth time. There's no such thing as post-truth. Yeah. There's there's yeah. people who sure. are denying the truth, and there are people who are sitting up under the truth. Yeah. The, the, that's sort of the two choices. And so I, I do understand it. I want everyone to know that I understand mm-hmm. that in our flesh, yeah. we, we're reacting to this crazy time that we're in, and we do want to just say, like, this is nuts. Mm-hmm. There is truth, and yeah. Yeah. and we have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, we can't be the the gong and the symbol. Yeah, right, right. With that truth. Yeah, because yeah. the things that are true have to be tempered by what's true. One hundred percent. So uh, uh, Philippians four: Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I'll say it. Uh, rejoice, let your reasonableness, reasonableness or gentleness be known mm. to everyone because the Lord is at hand. Mm. Like he'll take care of it. Yep. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. So mm. are we trusting that God will preserve what God has promised to preserve? Do we believe that the end of this book is true? The Bible, for those who can't see what I'm doing right now, uh, is true because if so, God's going to bring about all this. Like what, what we see is there's an order and a plan and a process by which God is letting history roll out and yeah. it's under his control. So that doesn't mean we're passive bystanders, uh, but it also means that our reasonableness needs to be known to all men as we yep. go about being so king, good. kingdom citizens now. When you read that, Jeff, and I'm not trying to be like over spiritual here, but when you read that, like I was, I was like comforted, Hmm. like, like this, like this, there was a spirit comforting Hmm. and it made me think of something. I think, uh, I asked the question, what, what is it? Hmm. I think we're biblically illiterate. Mm. I don't think, I don't think we read the Bible Mm -hmm. because when you read it, there's power, it's alive. And when you read it, something happened in me Mm -hmm. and I'm jumping to pastoral encouragement, (laughs) but we need to be in the word and actually yep. know what it says. Amen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because yeah. I just feel like we can, we love arguing. We love jumping on social media or we love trying to enforce mm-hmm. our beliefs on mm-hmm. others. And yet we're not even in the word. Yep. And I think if we were, we would have the posture of right. live peaceably among all men yep. and to let our gentleness be yeah. made known. Um, 
And so I have a couple, I mean, just the, all the one another's. I mean, there's tons of one <laughs> another's, right? Love one another, honor one another, greet, welcome, show hospitality, live at harmony, live at peace, forgive, bear burdens, uh, confess to one another, pray, encourage, build up, exhort, instruct, teach. I mean, I can go on. Mm-hmm. There's tons of one another's mm-hmm. in the scripture. And I think the big thing I would say um, that we talked about earlier is that idea of humility. Yeah. And um, if you just read a proverb of day, uh, you know, there's 31 proverbs mm-hmm. and you just read one, whatever the date it is, mm-hmm. you're going to see something about humility mm-hmm. in one of yeah. those. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would encourage that as a, as a mm-hmm. tangible tool uh, for yeah. that. Any other uh, scriptures you want to share? Yeah, I think uh, in uh, Galatians 5, works of the flesh and spirit, you know, just contrasting those. We see, you know, especially the works of the flesh that, you know, sorcery, which is, you know, basically trying to force events to happen mm. kind of thing. Uh, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions. You know, those things speak exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Like our yeah. the relational dynamic between people. It's not just doing dumb things that hurt you. It's it's having a dumb posture that hurts relationship, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, but through the spirits, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, you know, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, you know, these kind of things. Can we have a conversation and exhibit those things? So if we can't, we shouldn't have that conversation, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I'm definitely speaking to myself there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the other thing I thought of was, you know, Acts 17, Paul, you know, when he's presenting uh, truth at the, how do you say that? Aropagus? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, just, he kind of, just the way he goes through it, like he reasons with uh, people who are enemies of the gospel. Yep. Uh, he's not thrown off by their criticism. Uh, he affirms the good in what he sees in them. Mm. Like it's not all mm. just a corrective thing. He yeah. actually affirms what good he sees, but yeah. he also affirms the truth of scripture yep. as it's appropriate to the topic. He doesn't yep. just hit them with the, a bucket of everything he could possibly throw at them. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't skip the gospel, but he doesn't start there either. He gets there uh, yeah. by, by doing those things. So if you haven't read that in a while, it's Acts uh, 17, 16 to 34. But it's, I mean, it's just a master class. Yeah. But people will point to Paul. Paul stood up for it. Yeah, but <laughs> right. how Paul stood up to it yes. gained a hearing. That's right. You know, someone on on staff recently uh, shared this with me, um, and it's a book called Nonviolent Communication. Hmm. It says a language of life, uh, words, and the way we think matters. Find common ground with anyone, anywhere, at any time, both personally and professionally. And I just thought that's interesting. Like, the, it's very powerful. Uh, title, yeah. nonviolent communication. Right. But I think that what you're just describing, Jeff, with what Paul was using, he was able to say something in a way that didn't put people on the defense. Mm-hmm. He was able to say something that, that didn't trigger people. <laughs> Could it be because he had suffered so much? Yeah, maybe. That's <laughs> yeah. true. That's what you were saying earlier when you realized what people were going on in your classroom, what the yep. kids were enduring. Yep. And then all of a sudden your, your heart softens it towards does. them. Mm-hmm. And I think if we were just more curious about where people really were, mm-hmm. our hearts would soften towards them. Mm. Yeah, I, um, I'm going to steal this from you, Jeff. I cannot believe you're not bringing this up because we had an entire text thread about this a few days ago. <laughs> Do you remember? Oh, yeah. And we said, bring it up today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, let's do it. Remember what did it, Jeff? I say? Why don't you go? No, yeah, yeah, the spot. <laughs> no, it had to do, it, it was really convicting to me. It had to do hmm. with Luke 6 and um, Luke 6, 26, which is a woe that Jesus <laughs> yeah. pronounces. And he says, woe to you when all people speak well of you. Hmm. For so did their fathers, so their fathers did to the false prophets. Hmm. And so the it was something Jeff saw on Twitter. Twitter shocker. Um, on Twitter too much. <laughs> anyway, and we were talking about um, 
that sometimes people will use that as an excuse, kind of yeah. like, kind of like oh. the turning the tables. Yeah, you right, know what right, I mean? Right. And so those are these are kind of the two things that people will excuse mm-hmm. yeah. with scripture. And I I have to admit, Jeff, I didn't know what came after this verse. Mm. And you pointed it out oh, really yeah. well, because what comes after that, Jesus says in verse 27, the exact next verse, but I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you, to the one who strikes you on the cheek, mm. offer the other also, yeah. and from the one who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either, give to everyone. I mean, if you love those who love you, what does it that benefits? I mean, did the whole read thing, the next verse. read the <laughs> next verse, yeah. you know? <laughs> And so, again, that goes to your biblical illiteracy. Like, we're going to pull out that verse, but, oh, gosh, that doesn't actually make your argument. Yes. Yeah. Flipping tables. I'm just being like Jesus. You want to be like Jesus? Then do all that Jesus did. Well, Jesus (laughs) was flipping tables on hypocrites. No, totally. He wasn't flipping tables on the... Anyway. Well, no, he yeah. was flipping on hypocrites. He wasn't flipping them on people who, who didn't know better. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like he wasn't flipping mm-hmm. them on the culture mm-hmm. around him. It was the people who right. were yes. right alongside him. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, finish the finish the verse or just keep reading the next verse. Yeah. I mean, there's something to that. We talked about maybe. Put it in context, man. Yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. in I know, context. Maybe we could be a season called Before and After. Before and Ooh. After. Ooh. Ooh. Look at that. That's what do you think? What comes next? Heard it here first. <laughs> Um, awesome. Well, any closing pastoral encouragements as you think of things we wish we knew, or even the specifically this, this topic, uh, engaging people in relationships you guys have? I guess my encouragement would be, it's okay to change your mind. Mm-hmm. When, when you learn something new, yeah. biblically, that you didn't know before, it's, it's okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, that's good. Kind of the old thing of how's that going for you <laughs> would be the pastoral question. You know, mm-hmm. the, the way you currently engage dissension, the way you currently engage differences of opinion, how's that going for you? I mean, is it bearing fruit? If so, keep going. Yeah. If it's only bearing argument and strife and more division, then mm-hmm. maybe take a step back and kind of look in the mirror. I mean, yeah. I have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to read what I had written down because <laughs> this is going to sound a little weird go back and listen to this episode again. <laughs> I, I think there was some moments So that we there. get another hit? Well, no, no. It's a win-win. We only get downloads. We don't get all that. Oh, okay. but, um, but I really do think there were some things in here, I think, that if we were even to pull the thread on even longer, I'm, and I, I, uh, that we would find more there, you know? And I just feel it really encourage you guys um, to listen and then, and then find some people to talk about this stuff with. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing that was a, a big thing from this episode. That And what we, we try to model, we've said we try to model around this table, is just mm-hmm. keep talking things out and yeah. be in community and find your people. And if you need help with that, let us uh, know. So yeah. that, that would be mine. Uh, yeah, this is one of those areas I don't think any of us ever arrive. There's some people that naturally no. do it better than others, yeah. but I'm sure... Yeah. Philip Williams learns things in this category all the time, and Philip's a master yeah. at this type of, right. why does that question matter to you so mm-hmm. much type of yeah. posture? And I'm sure he still learns stuff, yeah. you know? So yeah. I think there's grace yeah. uh, for ourselves as we continue to do this. So we have to have grace with each other. Yeah, that's good. Uh, please write us, equip at austinridge.org with ideas um, and or questions that you guys have. We would love to be able to just talk through some things that you guys are wondering about. And again, uh, share us with your friends and family. Um, and uh, we want to be a resource uh, for the church, Big Letter C Church, uh, here in Austin Ridge, but then around the world as well. So just uh, keep sharing. We appreciate it. And until next season. Mm-hmm.